Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. Well, welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast. Yep, your favorite people, round two, are back with you. But this time, we are going to be talking about faith over fear. And so I wondered if, Clay, would you help define what that means before we start talking more about that? I don't have a clean, neat definition, but I think it kind of makes sense to me. Um, right now, our world, we are just overrun with fear. Yeah, fear drives right. our news cycles. Fear drives most things that we do. Yep. Uh, our reactions to things that are going on. It's fear. So in a world that is permeated full of fear, mm-hmm. how do we choose to be people of faith, which means people of trust? Yep. Um, and I think what we want to talk about is that really to have the ability to trust will depend on what we think about God, who yeah. we think he is. Yep. And if we have a good understanding of who he is yep. um, in in the face of fear, because we will still be fearful at different times for people, yep. we can choose to trust. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think that's kind of the conversation. Yeah. Uh, for today. I think that's great. Yeah. yeah. And our hope is that there isn't a shaming piece when we're talking about fear, because mm-hmm. the truth is we all mm-hmm. encounter fear. We And sometimes fear is a great actually warning sing, signal of like, hey, this doesn't feel right. Um, but ultimately fear isn't from the Lord. Yeah. And so what do we do with the discernment of something feels off and allowing ourselves to go down a path of fear and then allowing that to be a warning signal of like, I should probably be submitting this to God. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we're going to share a little bit of, about our own stories with fear. And then how do we experience God in the midst of it? How do we walk and choose to walk in faith? All those different concepts today. So let's do this thing. Do either of you struggle or have struggled with fear at any point in your lives? Oh, absolutely. Like... I was just, when we started talking about fear, I was trying to think, okay, where, when are the times that I feel fearful? Mm-hmm. And every time, if I think of moments in my life where I felt fearful, it's when stuff was out of my control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I'll go into my, my specific specific example where, um, you know, there's sometimes where you look back and you're like, I did not handle that fear very well, but this instance, I can look back and say, I handled this as best I could at the time. And I'm, I'm proud of that. Um, the way I handled that, um, in October of 2019, I want to say we got the, you know, you never want your parents to get sick. And we got the news that my mom had found, um, they had found cancer during a mammogram and man, that word itself will induce fear to most people. And, um, a song that was on the radio a lot at the time that, you know, how sometimes you hear songs on the radio and they're just played and played and you don't, they're not getting Mm -hmm. sinking in. And, um, this one that I heard one time was, uh, let's see, the lyric goes, my fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in your love. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of my anthem through my mom's mm-hmm. diagnosis mm-hmm. and her treatment. Um, anytime I would start to feel anxious, I would just pray for the Lord's love to surround the situation. Mm-hmm. So that feeling of fear, like you mm-hmm. said, the the warning was a reminder of me, like, am I asking for the Lord to put his love around this situation? Mm-hmm. Because it is so true that the minute I would ask for that, my fear didn't stand a chance. Right. I was like, I am not in control of this, but 
my God is. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so out of that has come the growth in like when we are abiding, it's really hard for fear to flourish when we are abiding in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just can't, it That's can't, right. you can't have fear when you're certain that God loves mm-hmm. you and that mm-hmm. he's in control of the situation. So, um, I love that faith over fear has kind of become a catchphrase. I see it on t-shirts a lot. I see it on people's walls a lot. Um, And so I love when that happens at the risk of it not becoming cliche. I, yeah, I hope in this season that if we see that phrase, we start to Mm -hmm. really ponder, like, how do I have faith over fear? Mm -hmm. How do I get that Mm -hmm. faith over fear? Um, Because it really is a better, faith is a better uh, feeling mm-hmm. than fear a lot of times. Right. So, right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Becky, for, yeah. yeah, for being vulnerable and sharing, mm-hmm. but also, yeah, being wise in your sharing. I also want to update, like my mom is now cancer free. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yay. Yay. God. Yeah. Right. He did it. And Woo. yeah. So anyways, that's the, I know not everyone has that type of ending to a story, but before I knew that she would be fine, um, living in that love. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Clay? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, one of the things I'd like to do quite regularly is, uh, you know, I have these two little ladies and uh, I don't know if I'm fearful, but I wonder what life will have for them. So yeah. I find myself most nice just saying, you know, keep them from temptation, deliver mm-hmm. them from evil. Mm-hmm. Just say it over them. Just uh, life will come. They mm-hmm. will be hurt. Things will mm-hmm. happen. But that's one of my prayers just for yeah. them a lot. Um, and what I guess what I've found in life is... Uh, um, I think fear, uh, when I am fearful, it's okay that I feel fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a normal thing. Yeah. I don't want to remain there. Yeah. And so trying to take captive thoughts. But, um, after Kirk died, I was just always concerned people were sick that you were going to have the worst case scenario. Yeah. Like yeah. things just happen that way. Right. But guess what I found in those moments where I would be the most fearful, um, like right now, um, well, just dealing with some different sicknesses in family and just dealing with death. And uh, um, the things I fear the most, I think that I wouldn't want to have happen mm-hmm. uh, in life, I have found probably some of my favorite moments. Mm-hmm. The things I hold on to, things I cling to. Mm-hmm. Um, I see eternity in good God things. Mm-hmm. In the midst of the things I think I would, should be the most fearful mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gives me great hope mm-hmm. um, for the future. And... Uh, um, I think my favorite interpretation of the good news mm-hmm. is that God's in charge yep. and you can trust him. Yep. Yeah. So I find myself saying that a lot yeah. when I get fearful. So oh, God's in charge. Yep. Who do I think God is? I think he's in charge and yep. I can trust him. Yep. And so, um, you know, someone said, Jesus doesn't you know, pull us out of a bad situation. Yep. Jesus just parachutes in. Yeah. yeah come so on. just sense his presence yep. in, in those things. But, um, so yeah, I think when you have a bad scenario, a bad thing happens when anything in the realm of it happens again, you could immediately think, Oh crap. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but he parachutes in Yeah. and you have good moments. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I have a similar breath prayer Hmm. in this past season in particular, what I have been breathing and praying is you have me, I trust you Hmm. or you have us, I trust you. Mm -hmm. And cause I, um, I, fear is actually part of my family. I would say a generational thing that's been passed down in my family. Hmm. And so I have at seasons really struggled with it. I would say uh, at 
at least five years ago, like the Lord really did a remarkable shift in that in my life. Uh, but it's been interesting in this current season, I feel the enemy trying to gain ground again. Hmm. And so it's been weird to be like, where's that coming from? Because that hmm. has like not been a part of my life for so long. Um, or I mean, not for so long. I'm 37. So five years, hmm. you know, anyways, but for it to have not been a part of my life and how the enemy is wanting to try to bring it back in. And so I've had to just continue to recenter and be like, nope, you have me. I trust you. Hmm. And a lot of, uh, at times it can do with control or it can do with me trying to give all the worst case scenarios in my mind. Like, okay, let's just play out every scenario. Mm -hmm. So we know what's happening, um, which really is control, I guess. So anyways, Hmm. I wonder how, if like, is that the actual link? Is fear control? You know, like in any situation, yeah. when things feel out of control, is that where fear, you know, anyways. Well, and you see it, like we were saying earlier, so much in the media. I even fall prey to it. Like right. the, the news links I'm going to click on are the ones that are right. like... Oh, what's, you know, the, the headlines that give you just enough, like, uh Oh, I better, Mm -hmm. I better see what's going on here. Mm -hmm. And never do I leave those articles feeling more hope filled. (laughs) I leave them like, Oh boy, where, what are we Mm going to do about this? So, um, I always laugh too. I think I, I don't know exactly, but I think there's a comedian or something that talks about how like, you know, those news specials is like three things you could be doing right now that will kill you coming up at 10 o'clock and you're like, well, what if, what if I'm dead by then? Because you just said it could kill me. So, but it's just a way, like it's a way that people can yeah. manipulate and control mm-hmm. with fear. Um, but oftentimes we feel that way because we don't have control. So it's like yeah. a weird man. Yeah. It's funny to think back in our last conversation on Sabbath, mm-hmm. yeah. like, you know, like in the Hebrew cycle, going to bed was the start of your day. Right. The evening news is probably not the way to start your day. <laughs> right. But to right. move into sleep, to start with the news, I mean, I don't know. Just had right. that thought. That is <laughs> true. That's sure. true. Uh, when I was in college, we were like, I don't even know what we were studying, but whatever it was, talked about how in Canada at that time, the newscast was so positive. And because of that, what they were experiencing as a country and how hope filled and all those, all the beautiful things that actually could come out of it. And then they were reflecting on how in the United States, it's so fear-based to try to draw people into a story. But I have remembered that from college. And I've always wondered, like, man, if we just had people, like, blessing people the whole time, that's what our whole news station was about. You know, like, how would that change a culture and a system to think about life, you know, instead of always being doomsday-esque, you know? Is there a way that that would actually change the waves? I don't know. So you're saying John Krasinski needs to have some good news on, on all stations at all times. On all stations all the time. (laughs) I would love that. (laughs) feel good. I know. Who doesn't love some good good news? Those feel good news stories where you're like, oh, the world isn't as horrible as people are making me believe. Some people are nice. Right. (laughs) What? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Okay, how have you experienced God in the midst of your fear? Yeah, I I loved what you were saying earlier, Clay, and I uh, see if I can get this thought out. Sometimes it's hard if I if as I'm a verbal processor, um, the times where you are in uh, crisis, where there could be potential for lots of fear, 
is when I've experienced God so closely. Mm-hmm. And so while I never envy people that are going through hard times, and actually oftentimes, like I'll look at you, Clay, and say, how did you survive the death of a sibling mm-hmm. um, so young? Mm-hmm. What I hear from people, I believe you would say this, and what I've heard other people say is like, it was just God, like mm-hmm. grace. And and so you in that moment got to experience God so closely. I, in moments of crisis, have just, you just, you don't want to go back to that time, but mm-hmm. that um, union that you have, that you are invited to with God mm-hmm. at that time is such a sweet gift, I think, that he gives us in the midst of that. And so um, I think those are the times where I learn how close God really is. Yeah. And um yeah, the moments that you maybe our life is going quote great and you're just strolling along, like those are the times where sometimes I I miss God because I'm like, wait, where mm-hmm. are you? Well, He's still there. Right. Um. So yeah. Anyways, yeah. that mm-hmm. was just a yeah. That's how I have seen God in moments of fear and crisis. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're in Ecclesiastes right now and. Mm-hmm. One of the over, overarching things of the book is what what can man and women do but just just eat and drink and enjoy the things within the toil. Yeah, you know. So really, uh, thinking our hardest moments, things we could be fearful of, um, some really small, simple moments become really yep. uh, important and substantial, mm-hmm. and you remember them. Yeah, um, and you just it's the presence of God in a very simple thing. I have a memory of. It was shortly after Kirk had passed away, and I was sitting upstairs in our house in Knoxville, and the sun was setting through Kai's room, and I was on the other side of the hallway, and the sun was just coming, just perfect evening mm-hmm. sun, and hitting Kai's little blonde hair, and Kelly was next to her, and guy was like, gift. Uh, mm-hmm. So you find those things, you know, and mm-hmm. that's, so that's choosing to, learning to choose to, to look and mm-hmm. see and choose to trust, and which I think is really fun about the series we're currently in mm-hmm. is... Uh, Life has fear in it. Right. But when you choose to trust, there's so many good yeah. things in it. We just miss it all the time. That's right. So, yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah. I think for me, I have this vivid memory of uh, we're driving. And do you guys remember the song that said, um, fear is a liar? And then yes. that whole thing. And L from the back of the van says, Mom, is Satan fear? And I said, he is. So whenever, like in our conversations, she would, like, if she would say something about how Satan's a punk in some way, she would say, that fear, not good today. Mm-hmm. And, but I thought that was so interesting because she just declared, like, that's where that comes from and almost renamed Satan to fear, yeah. you know, like, and I was like, man, that brings perspective because when I am in, a moment where am I going to choose life with God, like life-giving relationship with the Lord, or am I going to choose into desolation of fear? Well, that's what it's the choice is. Am I choosing God or am I choosing Satan's voice to listen to in that moment? And so I think for me, as I have tried to actively or proactively choose to be in a life-giving relationship with the Lord in the midst of fear when I say a breath prayer or I can recognize and be like, okay, this is Satan. Shut up, Satan. Like you have mm-hmm. no authority in this moment. But then the amount of peace I feel and experience because the opposite of fear 
would be peace and love, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so I have found myself in this last season praying often the passage from First John, Father, will your perfect love cast out all fear in me, cast out all fear in this situation, cast out all fear. And I keep praying over our family that we will be abiding and dwelling in God's perfect love, that our home will be a place of God's perfect love. Um, and not that we're perfect people, no. but God abides there. You know, God's dwelling there. And so my hope is that his spirit will allow that to happen. So that's really good, Allie. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I'm not saying. You know, yeah. You're very wise. Okay. I love it. As parents, how do we walk out faith instead of fear? I say that because I think, I mean, let's be, I don't know about you. So let's be honest with, sorry, (laughs) let me be honest with my life. (laughs) Honestly, like when I think about uh, my daughters and what they will potentially encounter unless Lord Jesus come back, like it's kind of scary. Like it's scary to think about, you know? And to think about, so then when I think about myself and what my parents experienced, like the difference and how things continue to ramp up, how do we walk out faith? Because our kids are always watching, you know? There's been a really cool, um, I don't know, meme isn't a right word. There's something that people have been reposting on the internet where it says, I'm not going to get it exactly right, but it has been a good reminder for me, um, When we look at the world and we're all three of us are raising children in this world um, and they're dealing with hard things. The questions I'm getting from my kids, I'm like, I didn't even know what that was when I was a kid. Um, So so you get scared as a parent, like what are they growing up in? Our mindset doesn't need to be a fear, but it's trusting again. God placed them in their generation Mm -hmm. for a reason. And so even that reminder has like they were chosen for a time such as this. And so they are um, they I trust that they will be equipped, that they will be anointed, that they will be ready to take on whatever fear their generation is going to face. Um, Yeah. Because your mind starts to swirl. Like what are these kids that grew up in a pandemic who um, just see the fighting constantly in in every aspect of life? Um, How are are they going to grow up as functioning adults, Mm -hmm. but trusting like, no, our children were made for a time such as this and God will equip them. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just changed my prayer life for my kids. Like instead of being like, Lord Jesus, come now, it's just right. been more of Lord, help me equip these as best I can yeah. to live in their generation That's and right. yeah, lead them well in yeah. that. So, so turning it over, just trusting like God has them in this time for a reason has yeah. helped my fear dissipate a mm-hmm. smidge. I'm not perfect, but right. it's a good thought shift. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm not sure. Even add, like, that was really good. Right, right, right. No, that's great. <laughs> you're making room for things that are fearful or that they worry about. You're, there, there's conversations being had, and you're also letting them know that this is where God wants you. He yeah. wanted you to be right here, right yeah, now. And right. so you you can do this. Like you, He's mm-hmm. going to help you do it. Yeah. I would just affirm all things Becky said. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And say amen. That's also good. a call out to like we as adults in this time, this is where we have been called to be right now. That's right. So mm-hmm. there's, we don't need to fear. Like there's a reason we're here yeah. right now. So yeah, choose into that. I get, I say this and I hope nobody thinks like I have this perfect cause I don't, you guys could be the first to see that I don't have this perfect, but, um, these 
perspective thought shifts will hopefully change my heart a little bit. Like I don't need to be fearful in this time where, you know, there are some days where I'm like, I just want to stay in bed and (laughs) not face the world. Like that's not actually what God called us to do, unfortunately, all the time. Only like we talked about last time for Sabbath, we can stay in bed. (laughs) If we're doing it to hide from the world, that's a different. Right. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, for me, with like for Mike and I with our girls, we try to remind them that God has all that you need for this moment. Like you have been created, you have a dest- you know, all those different things. And my prayer often for our daughters is that the fullness of who God, cre- the fullness of God, will be on display in the fullness of who God's created them to be, mm-hmm. and that they won't feel like they have to bend or in either direction, whether it's holding back or powering up, but that they can stay true and that the fullness of God will be there. Cause I think fear does the either side, you know, like fear makes you bend to kind of cower and fear makes you bend to power up and make you feel like you need to be stronger in some way. And so, yeah, I think as a parent, there's a lot of prayer that goes into this. Yeah. And I'm like, because I do, I can struggle with fear. I'm like very conscious of, okay, are the girl, like I remember the first time I saw it play out in L in particular and Mercy. And I was like, oh crap, you got that from me. <laughs> but it's been interesting. Okay, sorry. This is like a whole roundabout thing. We went hiking over uh, spring break and I like got really dizzy as we were hiking up this mountain. And then... The pathway was like maybe two feet, if that. And Elle is seven now, but she was six at the time and kind of like pays attention when she's walking. But at the same time, I'll be like, whoa, look at that. And I'm like, oh my goodness, we're going to fall off a cliff because it was like the mountains on one side and there's literally a cliff that drops on the other side the whole time. So I'm on the verge of (laughs) deteriorating fast (laughs) and Mercy comes back to me because we've had, we've walked with her through like, this is how you breathe. This is how you pray. This is, and she goes, mom, are you anxious? And I said, no, 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 no. Mom's fine. And she goes, are you sure? And I, she's like, you seem like you're getting scared. And I said, nope, I'm not getting scared. And she goes, okay, well, remember you guys always tell me that you should practice these things, but it was such a like beautiful moment to see her minister yeah. to mommy, you know, yeah. like, cause honestly in that moment I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and well, so it just shows yeah. that she gets it. Like yeah, she's exactly. catching on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So if I go hiking ever, I'm going to take your girls with me. Yeah, you should. <laughs> One of their uncles once said when we were hiking, if you fall off the cliff, just start singing the ABCs so that we know how far oh. down the drop is. <laughs> I was like, not helpful. Not helpful. <laughs> not helpful. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. What do you think about God? I say that because, uh, I mean, Clay, I hear you quote this and partially because your dad will quote this at times mm-hmm. too, I'm sure, but maybe... Maybe not. Hmm. Um, what we think about God is the most important thing about us. And so I think when it comes to fear, this is actually a pretty significant piece. What we think about God interacts with faith over fear. So mm-hmm. what do we think about God, like personally? Well, the right, the right answer is he's good. <laughs> right. But like, but how do you do that? So I think the, the Summer Stories series was really mm-hmm. great because we were remembering. So mm-hmm. when you're fearful, remember mm-hmm. his goodness. Right. So you look back and see mm-hmm. what he's done. That yep. should give you hope for, for the present and the future right. as well. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I, I'm not big into. Yeah, he is good. But like, mm-hmm. let's think about that for yeah. a moment. Like, you think about that for a yeah. moment. What has he done? When has he in, been a part of your fear? When mm-hmm. has he led you through your fear? Mm-hmm. Um, we need to write those things down. That's right. Yeah. And stamp those things and go back to them and find them. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big journaler. Kelly is better at it. But we have dated things. Mm-hmm. And so, we, oh, yeah. Remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. Do, do, remember that? Right. And it's good as a family then, too, for your kids to hear the same thing, yeah. remembering the stories. Yeah. Um, in fearful moments because yeah. those things impact us. So right. God is good, but we need to explore that for ourselves yeah. and remember when those times were. Yep. So, yeah. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. I think I'm learning more and more and, and as you live more life. And so I hope I get to keep experiencing this, how faithful he is. Um, and like Clay said, like looking back and, and Pat, I love that you're talking about your girls hearing these stories too, because that's how stuff gets passed on. You know, like this makes me want to like leave right now and go call my parents and be like, tell me how my grandparents (laughs) experienced God's faithfulness. And, um, you know, just getting those stories and, um, yeah, just seeing where God has been faithful in your life Mm -hmm. in generations before Mm -hmm. you, because then how can we not trust Mm -hmm. that in generations Mm -hmm. after us, he's going to continue to be faithful. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree with everything both of you said. I think the only thing I would add is uh, that God's hands are big enough to hold everything. Mm -hmm. And I can trust my creator's hands. And so, yeah, that he's trustworthy is part of it too for me. So. Mm -hmm. Um, so we kind of just talked about this, but this is the very last question. So how does what we think about God influence faith and fear? Yeah. So if I hang my hat on the belief that God is faithful, um, when I enter a situation of fear or fear overcomes me, Mm -hmm. it's going to be looking back at like, okay, have I been through a similar situation in another time where I was faced with, um, some fear, how was God faithful? Mm. Um, Yeah. And so this is where I'm just going to encourage people, like when you have God stories, share them, Right. share them with your family, share them with us, Mm -hmm. (laughs) share them with, yeah, people of Christ, um, because we all are bolstered by hearing other people's stories of God's goodness and faithfulness. So um, I know probably coming out soon, uh, we usually have the gratitude journals that the prayer team asks us to submit stories of where we saw God's faithfulness in the past year, or I would say even any time in your life. And Mm -hmm. and those journals, we we have some of those here at church. So if you ever want to copy, come in and get them because they are, it's so good to hear how our church body is experiencing uh, times of fear and then how, how God wins. And that's so, right. yeah, yep. keep sharing your stories. And, yeah. and that's how I think a lot of us are going to be able to get through some fearful right. situations. It's a great idea, Becky, because usually we wait to do these things till later on. Yeah. We're at, it's October right now, right? Very so right. you could start now and then you have some time to think about it, yeah. remember and write that's it right. down so that when you're like, oh, I wish I would have submitted that. Well, mm-hmm. do it. you have a chance right now yeah. to get started. Yeah. So turn it in. Yeah. Yeah. Share. I would say, yeah. Send it to Steph H at trcpella.com and she kind of oversees the gratitude journal. So that would be a great place mm-hmm. because we all want to celebrate that God 
God's won the victory. Like Mm -hmm. it's his. And so, and there's no story too small. No, there's no story too small. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Submitting a story of, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't even know. I don't have an example, but I I think sometimes I can minimize my fear Yeah, um, and be like, well, I didn't go through what this person went through, but it doesn't matter because the devil will try to take fear in any situation. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think just recognizing and and if you're not comfortable submitting it, please write it down in a journal yeah. and and mark the date like yeah. Clay was saying and mm-hmm. um here's a day where I conquered some fear. And that's yeah. not to say you're done fearing for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um it's a it's a learning, it's a growth. So mm-hmm. yeah. Friends, thank you for joining us again today as we talked over Faith Over Fear. And this is going to be a core series. They're going to be going through the Freedom Curriculum. And so this is part of their conversation that they will be in this fall. But Clay, I wondered if you would end this podcast with a blessing. Yeah, absolutely. Heavenly Father, we love you. And even before we bless, we just recognize that we need you and we bless you because you are God and you are good. So we bless you first. And receive your blessing. Um, you want us to know that you are in charge. Mm-hmm. And we can trust you. That's right. And you will tell us all the ways that we that you have been trustworthy mm-hmm. if we just take time to listen. So I bless each listener with time and space to remember how trustworthy you are. Yep. So as fearful things come... Uh, they will be blessed by just remembrance of your goodness, your faithfulness, and who you are. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast. 